You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and the track in the background is Listen to Your Heart, inspirational background music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. It's time for today's A Note from the Universe. Here's today's message from over at tut.com. Never compromise a dream, Bobby. Always compromise on how it will come true. Knocking on every door, the universe. And the caption at the bottom says, Can you hear me now, Bobby? I'll pause for just a moment and offer a reflection on what I believe this message has to offer for all of us. Here's my belief. I can only share what I believe. This is open to you for your own interpretation. But when we listen to our heart, when we listen to our heart and we get out of our head, our heart will pull us in the direction of what we want to accomplish, what we want to achieve. Our head is going to try to figure out how. It's not our job to know how. It's only our job to continue showing up and create a compelling why. If the why is big enough, how will always show up. And is expressed here, as expressed here in this note from the universe, what the message says is to never compromise the dream. Always compromise on how it will come true. Compromising on how it will come true is us leaving open the door of other possibilities. Us not being so focused on how we're going to get from where we are to where we want to be that we overlook other opportunities. When we come to the fork in the road and there's one path that goes left and one that goes right, if we in our mind believe the only path available to us is the path to the left, and the answer was to the right on the other side of a 50-foot wall or over an obstacle that looked insurmountable. And we went left instead because that looked like that might be the easy way. Then what did we miss? What was on the other side of adversity on the path to the right? We have to keep our minds open to all possibilities, to the gentle nudge, to the gut feeling, to the suggestion, to something we see, something we read, something we hear, and then have the courage to act on that thing when it's calling to us, when it's pulling us, when it's saying, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, Bobby? Can you hear me now? Be open to possibilities. Understand that the dream, the bigger dream, is the important thing. How we get there, how we get there will come. Believe that it will come. Trust that it will come. It doesn't mean that we don't do anything. That's not what I'm saying here at all. 
Let me be abundantly clear about that. We have to be doing something moving in the direction of the dream every day. Some kind of a small baby step that moves you closer. That could be doing an internet search on a topic that came to you or something that you heard from a book. Or maybe it was one of the messages that I created or one of my colleagues, one of my co-creators here on this platform shared with you. Maybe you were over listening to Patrick at We Live on a Planet or you listened to Paulo Manny or uh, Gigi over at BBW or Tzvi or, 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 or you get the idea. And I just threw some names out that just popped into my head. If I didn't mention you, it has nothing to do with you or your message or anything else. It could have been a Lulu. It could have been a Positive Vibes. It could have been... Oh my gosh, you get the idea. I'm not leaving anyone out. Um, there's only so much time in a message and I'm almost out of time now. We are a collective community of broadcasters helping each other. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And it's time for Kuntz's Corner. The track in the background is Believe. Inspirational background music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. Why Believe? Well, today's message is all about belief. The unstoppable combination of decision, belief, and possibility thinking. Here's the quote. Decide what you want. Believe you can have it. Believe you deserve it and believe it's possible for you. Jack Canfield. If anyone ever had a reason to quit, if anyone ever felt they had tried hard enough, if anyone ever believed that maybe they had done their best and it just wasn't meant for them, Jack Canfield could have made what I just described his story. How many rejections do you think Jack Canfield and his partner Mark Victor Hansen had to overcome before all the work they had poured into Chicken Soup for the Soul would finally pay off? How many sleepless nights? How many disappointments? How many failed presentations? How many no's before the magic word yes was finally heard? What lessons, aside from persistence, are intricately hidden in the obvious story of determined effort? One element requiring further examination is belief. How does one foster such a profound belief in something that, that says the 100 plus experts that we have consulted so far are wrong? What does it take to say, I believe, we believe in what we have created here, and we know the value of the work that went into the creation of this material? Where does such resolve come from? Where does such faith come from? If not paying close attention to the words of Jack Canfield, we could easily miss a key concept of how this entire process actually works. The words... Believe you deserve it. The words, believe you deserve it, are absolutely profound. They are profound because they are the words that establish the foundation for everything else. If we don't believe we're deserving, our subconscious minds will sabotage our efforts and we will simply give up in the face of adversity.
because we don't believe, we don't believe we're deserving of success. Chicken Soup for the Soul was rejected by 144 publishers. If we had given up after 100 publishers, I likely would not be where I am now. I encourage you to reject rejection. If someone says no, just say next. Jack Canfield. Wow. That is a powerful quote. And what were the results? Here's what the results look like. The results today. Chicken Soup for the Soul has sold over 123 million copies just in North America alone and over 500 million worldwide. When we decide what we want, when we believe we can have it, and when we believe we deserve it, we have established our belief in what's possible for us. When we decide, we are saying to ourselves that we will persist no matter what. When we decide, we commit. When we commit, we win. Eventually. It's the combination of possibility thinking, patience, belief, persistence, and the ability to decide that's unstoppable. Sorry about the phone, guys, but guess what? I'm not re-recording this message. Do you know why? Because this is part of what makes it real. If I was sitting in a studio somewhere, I could have had the phone turned off. But I wasn't. I was in my office making this recording to share with all of you so that it might compel you to find a way to persist, to believe in what's possible for you. Part of what makes it real is reality. And what you just heard was the reality of my office phone ringing. Take care, everybody. As Michelangelo said, if people knew how hard I worked to achieve my mastery, it wouldn't seem so wonderful after all. And that's the thing about getting great. That's the thing about being an artist of such caliber that you're remembered for hundreds of years after your death. It is back-breaking work. It is a blinding amount of effort. It isn't about natural talent. That myth that some people are born with something that we celebrate so much is just that, a myth. You're born a lump of flesh. You can't hold your own head up. You may have predispositions, but that is a long way from actually crafting your ability and to the point where it looks like magic. And that's the beauty of artistry, isn't it? That it's so unbelievable that you're more willing to believe that it was God-given, that they were anointed with it, than that they just worked their ass off. But the truth is, every one of the greats, no matter how much natural talent they were born with, they're remembered because they worked. They're remembered because they did so much work. Because in that work is hardship. In that work is difficulty. In that work is unbearable adversity. But it's in that adversity that the magic happens. And as Victor Hugo said, adversity makes men. Prosperity makes monsters. So I know right now you wish you'd been born with some talent. You wish that all those dreams that you had, they were yours for the taking, that you didn't have to put blood, sweat, and tears into it, that somebody would hand you at least something in the beginning, that they would give you some start, some spark.
want to get hard, if you really want to get tough, if you want to get great, if you want to be unfucking touchable because no one can bend or break your vision of yourself, then you have to suffer. That's the way of the world. And as Florence Nightingale said, I attribute my success to this. I never gave or took any excuse. That's the secret. At the end of the day, if you know what you want, it's only a question of whether you're willing to pay the price to get there. So ask yourself, are you willing to pay the price? And that's Tom Bilyeu from Impact Quotes. Make it look like magic. I'll include the link. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. When writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen. Harley Davidson. At Lighthouse Reflections, we believe that intricately hidden in a quotation are powerful messages of inspiration. Our goal is to discover and share a new message, a new treasure, every single day. Kuntz's Corner captures the essence of a quote and then breaks it down into a logical, applicable message designed to support the best you possible through the magic of empowering questions. Between where you are and where you want to be, there is a chasm known as the belief gap. Our content is focused on helping you build your own personal bridge to span your individual gap. At Lighthouse Reflections, we believe that impossible is really just fear in disguise, and the only things that are really impossible are the things we choose to believe are impossible. Believe completely, dare greatly, achieve accordingly. Make today an incredibly amazing day. Wishing you the best. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and the track in the background is Time from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. An appropriate track to introduce the next segment. How to Live on 24 Hours a Day by Arnold Bennett was a book written back in 1910 and the first chapter of that book is titled The Daily Miracle. It's a chapter of a book that's been featured again and again throughout the years in various different magazines and newspapers because it's one of the best articles ever written that captures the essence of time at least as we currently understand it. Time is the great equalizer. So without further ado, and having given the introduction, I will read to you an excerpt from the first chapter, The Daily Miracle. The most important parts of that chapter, the parts that make the most sense. Remember this was written back in 1910 
So there are a few pieces that don't necessarily flow as well as we might expect in today's world. But don't discount the power of this article, I mean of this chapter. This chapter is absolutely positively remarkable. This is one of the very best pieces I've ever come across written about the subject of time and 24 hours. The 24 hours available to each and every one of us every single day. So that's enough of an introduction and now it's time for the article. How to Live on 24 Hours a Day by Arnold Bennett Chapter 1 The Daily Miracle I have never seen an essay How to Live on 24 Hours a Day yet it has been said that time is money. That proverb understates the case. Time is a great deal more than money. If you have time, you can obtain money, usually. But though you have the wealth of a cloakroom attendant at the Carlton Hotel, you cannot buy yourself a minute more time than I have or the cat by the fire has. Philosophers have explained space. They have not explained time. It is the inexplicable raw material of everything. With it, all is possible. Without it, nothing. The supply of time is truly a daily miracle, an affair genuinely astonishing when one examines it. You wake up in the morning and lo, your purse is magically filled with 24 hours of the unmanufactured tissue of the universe of your life. It is yours. It is the most precious of possessions a highly singular commodity showered upon you in a manner as singular as the commodity itself. For remark, no one can take it from you. It is unstealable, and no one receives either more or less than you receive. Talk about an ideal democracy. In the realm of time, there is no aristocracy of wealth and no aristocracy of intellect. Genius is never rewarded by giving even an extra hour a day. And there is no punishment. Waste your infinitely precious commodity as much as you will, and the supply will never be withheld from you. No mysterious power will say, This man is a fool, if not a knave. He does not deserve time. He shall be cut off at the meter. It is more certain than consoles, and payment of income is not affected by Sundays. Moreover, you cannot draw on the future. Impossible to get into debt. You can only waste the passing moment. You cannot waste tomorrow. It is kept for you. You cannot waste the next hour. It is kept for you. I said the affair was a miracle. Is it not? You have to live on this 24 hours of daily time. Out of it, you have to spend health and pleasure and money and content, respect, and the evolution of your immortal soul. Its right use, its most effective use, is a matter of the highest urgency and of the most thrilling actuality. All depends on that. Your happiness, the elusive prize that you're all clutching for, my friends, depends on that. Strange that the newspapers so enterprising and up-to-date as they are, are not full of how to live on a given income of time instead of how to live on a given income of money. Money is far commoner than time. 
When one reflects, one perceives that money is just about the commonest thing there is. It encumbers the earth in gross heaps. But if one cannot arrange that an income of 24 hours a day shall exactly cover all proper items of expenditure, one does muddle one's life definitely. The supply of time, though gloriously regular, is cruelly restricted. Which of us lives on 24 hours a day? And when I say lives, I do not mean exists nor muddles through. Which of us is free from that uneasy feeling that the great spending departments of his daily life are not managed as they ought to be? Which of us is quite sure that his fine suit is not surmounted by a shameful hat, or that in attending to the crockery he has forgotten the quality of the food? Which of us is not saying to himself, which of us has not been saying to himself all his life, I shall alter that when I have a little more time. We never shall have any more time. We have and we have always had all the time there is. It is the realization of this profound and neglected truth, which, by the way, I have not discovered, that has led me to the minute practical examination of daily time expenditure. And that is chapter one, The Daily Miracle, How to Live on 24 Hours a Day by Arnold Bennett. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. I hope you find it useful and I hope you plug the value of it into your life. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections and the track in the background is Change the way you look at things. Inspirational background music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. The rest of that phrase is, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Behind this introduction is an offer from Mark Ward to work with you and two friends. It's an irresistible offer, in my not-so-humble opinion. And all Mark asks of you, if you're interested, is that you reach out to him so that you could discuss this further. Well, actually, he asks for a couple more things. First, he asks for your commitment. Yes, it takes a little bit of commitment. And then he asks for your combined energy. And what he offers in exchange is guidance from a passionate professional with 20 years of experience. Why do I care? Why does it matter to me? Why am I recording this message? Because Mark and I have something in common. And what we have in common is a belief that it serves no one if you're playing safe and small. When I went through coaching school years ago, one of the things that we learned is that we're already perfect. You don't need fixing. Everything you need is already inside of you. All that needs to happen is to be able to clear away the blocks that keep you from accessing that highest part of yourself. Professionals like Mark Ward who is, if you've listened to any of his content on this platform, you have to know just how good he is at what he does. He's a life strategist. 
He will help you strategically identify the changes that you want to make in your life so that you can become the very best version of yourself. He will take you from where you are to where you want to be with a logical process that takes a 15-minute commitment a day for 60 days. And then ultimately, at the end of 60 days, if you were at a point where you felt like you were ready to go deeper, then Mark could do that with you too. Or you could find another coach. Or you could say, I know enough. I'm smart enough already. Or you could just continue on the path and you could keep searching. You could keep learning. You could keep growing. You could focus on becoming just a little bit better than you were the day before. If you look at any of the great athletes, the professional athletes, all of them, all of them have at least one coach and many have many coaches. Many have a coach that helps them specifically with whatever it is that they're doing physically. Then they also may have a coach that helps them with strength and training. And I can guarantee you that any high level professional athlete nowadays has access to a mind coach a coach that helps them with their inner game. Because professional athletes understand something that many of us who are not professional athletes won't give ourselves permission to do. They understand that that investment in themselves will pay dividends 10 times whatever the financial investment in yourself could be. Because when you become clear, when you become crystal clear about what it is that you really want, and you make up your mind about what it is you're willing to exchange in order to get that, you become unstoppable. You become unstoppable the moment that you make the commitment to yourself for yourself for your own betterment. You can't see yourself in the picture if you're in the picture. And we're in the picture. And that's what the coach does. The coach helps you see what you can't see because you're in the picture. They're on the outside looking in. They see the things we can't. This offer from Mark is unbelievable. If I were you, I would reach out to him today.